cliffcentral.com. Let's turn our attention to Yaku. Yaku Voigt, who's coming in this morning to do his show. He is the CEO of Catalytic. Welcome, Yaku. You've met uh, Ruth and Mash before. How are you? Good morning. Well, and everybody? Lucky to see you. Lucky, yeah, lucky. Good. good. Have you been watching Ancient Apocalypse? I have not. I've been listening to you guys this morning, and it's uh, sounded like you're quite uh, philosophical about what we're doing here and where we're going. Well, so I mean, interesting. isn't it interesting? Don't you think that there's possibly another explanation for what happened in human prehistory? Uh, I was actually saying to my wife yesterday, I read a, uh, uh, somebody posted on Twitter, uh, what if uh, mycelium was basically feeding humans uh, so, that, so that they can feed on us later when we die. So it was interesting. Yep. So who knows what we're doing here? <laughs> Maybe we're just fuel for the mushrooms. <laughs> Maybe we're just here for the mushrooms. I know there's some people that I'm sure that's, that is just here for the mushrooms. <laughs> wow. Absolutely. Um, so, Yaku, you, didn't you just go and do some race somewhere? You were, you were just did – you, did you go to Muscle Bay? What was that thing? Uh, yeah, there's a place in uh, – it's uh, uh, between Oetsuring and Prince Albert. We, uh, we went for four days to go and run 80 kilometers in a mountain there. That is yeah. that is properly insane. I went to my doctor yesterday. He does these half Ironmans, and he did a full Ironman a couple of years ago. And and you, you and your wife, do these crazy eighty kilometer things. Now, just explain exactly what it is, because you you just talk about it like it's not a big deal. But if I had to do two kilometers, I'd probably die. No, look, what we're doing is is it's still baby stuff. These guys that run one hundred and sixty kilometers, so we're doing baby stuff. We did. Yeah. Oops. Oh, is that us? Let me just check if I remove Yaku here and I put him back on. Mm. Very strange. I always look at these people and wonder who's chasing them. Like, do they have imaginary? <laughs> <laughs> like, Absolutely. why? Why do you torture yourself? <laughs> Who are you running from? <laughs> exactly. All right, while we're trying to get Yaku back on, because we've still got a few minutes to talk to him, uh, other stories in the news this morning. Uh, the last time Jacob Zuma went to jail, Twitter was moderated. This time, not so much. Uh, there's, <laughs> there are a lot of stories at the moment that are coming out about Twitter and how it's changed under Elon Musk. And, you know, Donald Trump is back on and this has got people crazy. But um, in mid-2021, Jacob Zuma went to jail and deadly riots spread through KZN and Gauteng. On Monday, the Supreme Court of Appeal ruled that Zuma should return to jail, though possibly only after he appeals to the Constitutional Court. And obviously things have changed now. The government has recognized it and it started to fix intelligence and policing failures that allowed violence and destruction to spread during those riots. Political power has shifted, such as the door opening on President Cyril Ramaphosa stepping aside if he's charged with a crime. And Elon Musk has gutted Twitter. So people are nervous. What does this mean? Um, I don't think it means very much at all, but that's just me. We'll have to see what happens. Hey, Yaku, sorry, we lost you. I think it was our fault. Uh, no, 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 it was my fault. Sorry, the, the slow shedding. You know what they say, the mechanics car is always in the shop, so my internet <laughs> gave uh, gave way. You know? All right, well, let's talk about the internet because this is what you and your company do. It's part of the reason that you have your own podcast where you talk about all kinds of interesting stuff to do with cybersecurity, and you've had some amazing guests this year. Um, what is the largest, in your opinion, cybersecurity threat in the world right now? Where do you think that threat's coming from? Well, my, uh, you know, last week when I, when you and I were chatting about how everybody is saying they're so 
uh, tired after the year and everybody is just in holiday mode now. I think the, the biggest threat for, for <laughs> everyday businesses at this very point in time is, is holiday. You know, it's holidays coming up. You know, everybody is a lot more relaxed. Um, I think, um, they, uh, you know, they, people tend to go and leave. So there's less people in the office and that makes us less vigilant. And then obviously, if you're going away on holiday and, you, and you're closing up shop, that IT systems, uh, you know, it's, it still sits there. It's also alive. Um, and it sits there and, and uh, you know, it's possibly at your office. Um, yep. And who's looking at it? You know, so, so I think holiday at this point, at this time of the year, is probably the biggest uh, security risk that there can be. So you've got to be extra vigilant now. Uh, which country in the world has the best cybersecurity? If I had to take a, a guess off the cuff, I'd probably say Israel. You know, those hmm. uh, the technology that they churn out um, uh, is is really really amazing. I mean, they obviously collaborate a lot with the US, but I mean, uh, yeah, Israel is uh, from a technology and from a security perspective is uh, yeah, I think it's top notch. Um, I think in South Africa, you know, we we tend to be. Um, I think we're getting there, but we're not always as vigilant and and um, and uh, um, you know aware of what can go wrong as as other people in the world. Um, but yeah, I think we're getting there. You know, it's a it's a it's a continuous getting the message out there and getting people to understand because the the problem with it is is when uh, um, similar. You know, we always talk about this uh, similar to your house. Whenever you want to uh, or have to invest in security, you know, it's going to cost money. You know, mm. so. Um, what's the what's the value of of a security uh, investment or upgrading your security? Well, the value is is until something goes wrong, then you wasted money. Uh, when something goes wrong, then you, then the money was well spent. You know, so right. it's always difficult for um, to to quantify that until something happens. So Yaku, go ahead, Mash. Yes. All right, Yaku. I'm one of the biggest. Um, actually fears when it comes to cybersecurity for most companies is the, the PR of it, you know, um, especially when there's a hack. The PR of it is the most terrifying thing because your customers mm. or your clients knowing that their personal information could, could possibly be in someone else's hands from your servers is one of the most terrifying things for any business owner. And um, I wanted to find out, is it compulsory businesses to actually communicate with their client base and tell them that listen guys we've been hacked or can businesses just keep quiet and just shush about it mm. is it is it is it a must for them to 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 actually communicate that and i'll also explain why i'm asking that but please just answer first wow that's that's not an easy question i think amash i think if you look at with with poppy that that's in play now I think uh, when an incident happens, you know, uh, you've, you've got to go at least to the, to the relevant authorities in your industry and go and report it. I think, I think you have to try and get ahead of something when it happens. Um, and then uh, let's be honest, you know, you've got customers, employees, suppliers. Uh, uh, how, can you keep it, how can you keep something like that a secret? So, so I think, um, I, think the, I don't think there's a necessarily a law or a regulation that, that compels a, an organization to go to the public and say listen this happened but i think just just being wise about it because you can't hide it you know you know some some way somebody's going to know about it and then if you didn't say anything then then you know how can you talk your way out of that thing yes um, then i was asking because 
um, my hosting provider actually, um, um, I think they got hacked and, be, and I'm saying this because I've been getting emails from a whole different domain with like Russian, are you, um, um, what's it called? Pre, I mean, sub, sub domains yeah. and so forth. And yeah. I actually asked them, I was like, are you guys hacked? Because I'm getting emails from foreign emails, email addresses with my customer number and my details there. And it's saying, listen, click this link to renew this or renew that, renew this email or that domain and so forth and so on. And I'm like, hey, Bo, something's wrong. And I've been getting these for like the past two weeks and I contacted them. They're like, no, no, don't worry. Bro, they, don't won't, worry. Admit, like, they, they, they won't. They got my they're... information somehow. Really? Yeah. Huh. So they won't admit that they've been mm-hmm. hacked. Yeah, so... They won't. Yeah, so, 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 Maj, I think, uh, you know, that, that's, uh, it's actually, so, so in a, in a podcast, um, that I had last week where we spoke about email and stuff like that, you know, so you can be a, a email or an internet service provider and, and there's people can, can try and, uh, you know, you know, hack you or, or fish or whatever. Um, but it's not to say that it came from that service provider. You know, it can be that that details were obtained um, elsewhere. But uh, but in saying that, I think uh, you know when you blatantly go and ask a service provider, listen, where you act because of this and this and this, I think people will will um, out of the nature of our industry, people will be uh, apprehensive and and maybe hmm. maybe try and talk around it if you if you talk about it. Um, I have this uh, talk often. Or, or discussion often of, for me specifically, um, post this pandemic, you know, customers tend to be perpetually dissatisfied and, and almost a little bit, um, distrustful of, of, of any service providers. So, uh, so post pandemic, you know, all of us are having a hard time, you know, customers just want more and they are, they are, they tend to be more unreasonable. So, so it's, it's not an easy job as, as it used to be, you know. Uh, I I interviewed a guy yesterday who was the former COO of Lego and um, he was fascinating to talk to him. One of the things he said is that the customer is not always right and it takes a brave person in business to be able to accept that their customer might be wrong and sometimes you have to educate people and especially when they're not expert in a certain area, they're asking questions and they just don't know what the answers should be. And this is really why we like to get Yaku on because there's so many things around this that we don't consider on a day-to-day basis. So Yaku, it's obviously, it's December, it's the holidays. There are lots of things that are not on people's mind. Uh, your IT in your office, your cybersecurity, all of that stuff. People are also betting on the World Cup at the moment. Sports betting has gone through the roof in the last couple of days. So are there things that you can tell us we, we should do? Like if you leave your house, should you switch off your, your router? Should you should you disable all of that stuff? Well, so so, Garrett, that's interesting. I, I think uh, we, well, we know we're going into into this uh, increased uh, form of load shedding and, and electronics as a as a by nature doesn't like on and off on and off um, right. all of the time. So um, I think switching it off, um, you know, is neither here nor there. Um, I think what's important is is if you have a small business and um, coming back to data is, is the, the, the new gold, if you want to call it that, or, or maybe the old gold now already, um, is how secure is that server sitting in your office? Who's looking at it, et cetera, et cetera. You know, when you were talking about earlier about, uh, the, the, you know, if our civilization had to, uh, disappear, mm-hmm. um, you know, there'd be no evidence of the cloud and all that type of stuff. 
Uh, I wanted to say, um, you know, our, our data center that, that we operate is bombproof. So I'm pretty, uh, you know, that's probably the place where we, we, uh, remnants of our civilization will be found. So, so for me, it's, it's where do you store it? How, uh, you know, how secure it is and, and, um, is somebody looking at it? You know, right. so, so, um, I think one of the, the key things that, that we always try and do is, is try and monitor services. You know, if you can monitor stuff, then you can manage it. If nobody's looking at it, then it's, then it's a problem. Well, that's unfortunately all we've got time for, but you can hear Yaku doing his own show a little bit later today and always the most interesting people from all over the world who are at the top of their game in cybersecurity, as is Yaku Voigt. It's always good to see you, dude, and thank you very much for being on the show this morning. Thank you very much. I'll see you later. Cool. Awesome.